Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to The Froth, a place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable, a spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife Sean Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. And this is... This week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London. Our special guest is Kiri Pritchard-McLean, who joins us remotely, and Barry is producing. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Whistling men in yellow vans, they came and drew us diagrams. Showed us how it all worked out Then used our bog and stank it out Builders use homeowners brand new toilet And she is not a happy bunny What what song was that? That is The House Martins and Build Okay Slow, slow and quick, quick, quick It's wall to wall and brick to brick their stinking turds just made me sick. Is this it's a proper song as well? It's a great song. What? Okay. I've changed a couple of the lines. <laughs> Is he the guy who sings, uh, you know... The guy you like? Yeah, the guy I like. Yeah. Yeah, he sings... Yeah. Uh, Paul Eaton. Jennifer Aniston, play like a tune. It's not Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Jennifer Alison Philippa Sue. Oh, Jennifer Aniston. Aniston Brad Pitt too. <laughs> <laughs> and Angelina, all the cast Jolie. of Friends <laughs> I forget your names That's what it is, that's Brangelina. ironic Angelina You what? Well that's ironic that the next line is I forget your name Yeah, I love that song Yeah I know, but you oh, think it's Jenna or Jennifer what, Aniston What's the other bit? Oh Sandy, oh Mandy oh, I can't remember the names Oh Julie, oh, oh Jane I love the 80s I name. so many songs about you I, love I forget I love your voice. name I and forget I your Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt too. <laughs> Angelina Jolly. Oh, no. no nice. Um, hello, hello, hello. What's going on here, then? Barry Castagnola takes on an owl in a Vauxhall Passat. Spoiler alert, the owl wins. Hot Flushing Meadows. Resident animal consultants Brian and Sarah discuss life in the countryside with the menopause. Bring out the gimp. 
Special guest Kerry Pritchard McLean joins us remotely from what is clearly a sex dungeon. What's that? That's from. Um... Oh, bring out the gimp. Yeah. Okay. Take that look <laughs> off your face. Why should I? Because you're upsetting my goat. That's why, mate. Look at him. He's in bits. <laughs> New research says goats can read human faces. Um, oh God, what's the Archer's theme tune? Love comes to Sleepy Ambridge in a triple X-rated episode of The Archers. That is what like an episode of The Archers sounds like anyway. Yeah, I know, but I, I, it was supposed to sound like sex noises, but it just came it's, out as West Country it noises. Really, it really does. It just sounded like somebody moving furniture or in the West Country. pirate. Wow. <laughs> It was supposed to be... Was that meant to be sex? Ooh. Good grief. <laughs> no, that's the <a> hot tea. <laughs> Love com- That's hot bath. Love comes to Sleepy Ambridge in a triple X-rated episode of The Archers. And those are the headlines. Right, uh, special guest... Kerry Pritchard McLean joining us in uh, just a minute on uh, on the old Zoom remotely. But uh, so, oh God, social media. Let's uh, see what's happening. Remember, we put out a feature on. The, was it the last show or the show before about the shit British Bake Off? Don't know. <laughs> in the past, we have put out that you. Yeah, we've done. We've done the. Your mother. No, made... no, no. SBFO, shit British food off. Oh, was it? Yeah, shit British food off. Shit British food off. Is a very clever take on the Great British Bake Off. Shit British food off (laughs) is when we were talking about shit food, we were given as children, and I won. I won. My mother came in second, first and second place. Second place with her spaghetti bolognese, (laughs) which was a tin of corned beef in a tin of tomato soup mixed up on top of spaghetti. Although, if you do try it, it is delicious. And she won with her ham a la norma, which was a plate of rice with a, with a piece of ham draped over the top. She forked the piece of ham like silver service onto the plate of boiled rice. That was ham a la norma. Her name was Norma, for those of you who don't speak Italian. <laughs> no. We've had a, a tweet from Gareth Elvard. Ask Gareth Elvard. At Gareth Elvard. Okay, yeah. uh, yes, it's with Gareth Elvard in, uh, in mine. My mum uh, used to cook chips. Cook, as in, like that. What do you mean like that? You know, People can't um, see what you're doing. You're, you're doing an inverted commas. Yeah. So he's got cook in inverted commas. Yeah. Right, okay. Chips and potato waffles. Right. Made perfect sense at the time. In the, in one meal? Yep. Chips and potato waffles. Yep. Well, you, only the other day, you were banging on about how many different kinds. You have three different kinds <laughs> of potatoes with the Christmas I dinner. I did, because it's Christmas Day. You, don't you still don't believe don't, me. I no, do. I That's a lie. You're just lying. Why is it lying? I, I can see time. in your face. I, <laughs> Why would I, I lie about it? I know you. I wouldn't lie. I know when you're lying. No, you it's don't not just it. when you open your mouth. Believe me, you don't. <laughs> All right. All right. Shall I carry on with the... Uh, the uh, I can't remember what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Social what media. We've had a, another tweet from Jonathan Blaze. What was the first tweet? The, about uh, potatoes. Oh, potato, <laughs> ma- potato waffles and chips in the same dish. Yes. Yeah. Which then I believe him. Oh, which the, caused a, man, you, a man you've never you, met. If you ask me, who do I believe more? A man I've never met... <laughs> The only thing we know about him is that every time he opens his mouth, his nose grows half an inch. I'd still believe him more than you. Uh, what? Look at your nose. It's tiny. It was. I... Like Serrano de Bergerac now. Ranch. It's a big, he's got a little blue Like Gerard Depardieu in that film. Little blue tit sitting on the end of it. Yeah. Massive got a woodpecker sitting on the end of it. A family of woodpeckers. A It's got a gorilla sitting on the end of it. It's got a monkey swinging on it. Cariad. 
It's got a koala bear living in it. Hey! I am not lying. I did have sweet potato mash. Listen to me. Your pants have just gone alight. <laughs> what pants? <laughs> yeah, they burnt hey. off years ago. This, that singed <laughs> pair of blackened, those blackened white the cotton underpants that you wear. Trail of elastic that it just I was where you wear, me around. I was wondering where you wear blackened, blackened, smoke-damaged underpants. Sooty. <laughs> why do you have a sooty bottom? Yeah, that's why you've got a sooty bottom. Oh, yeah, that's why. Because your, your pants hey, are on fire, you're such a liar. Shall I, say, shall I carry on with this? Mm. Shall I? What? Well, just the rest of the feature. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, at Jonathan Blaze. At what? At Jonathan Blaze, his name is. Jonathan Blaze? Yeah, yeah. That's appropriate for pants on fire. <laughs> I went out with somebody whose dad's only cul- culinary dish was he could make cheese on a plate. It consisted of sliced cheese on a plate put under a grill. No bread <laughs> ever used in any way. Just cheese plate and grill. Maybe it was, it was gluten-free. Maybe it was, you know. What do you mean? Well, maybe you couldn't eat bread. Some people struggle with bread. I you mean, do. Yeah, good point. Don't you? Yeah. Maybe it's a gluten-free version. Well, I went some... I like cheese on a plate. That's good. So we're, going, I, so we're doing the shit British food off, are we? These, well, it would these seem are so. in response to the shit British food off feature. I once went to Paris. You, you know, did. I <laughs> <laughs> Such a liar. I really did. Yeah, okay. I did go to Paris right. with school, right? Yeah. I can't remember why. Right. But, um, you know Paris is meant to be really famous for all its cooking? Uh, yeah, he's got a, a culinary reputation. Culinary reputation. Paris, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Paris. Yeah. Uh, we went to a restaurant and there was a pudding called Surprise d'Orange. Right. Guess what it was. Uh, well, it'd be... I mean, surprise! Surprise of orange, yeah. roughly translated. Yeah. An orange. Yeah. It was an orange on a plate with a very sharp knife. Really? <laughs> Honest to God. And the guy is that just a thing? maybe that's a French thing. Maybe it's a little joke. It's is not it? a okay. French thing. Well, they, they eat very simply it's a, sometimes. It's a bad restaurant thing. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. guy just came up the, the stairs and like. Well, it was a surprise. Knife. You have to admit. It was a surprise. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what you, they were doing probably when you were expecting you some really elaborate. I knew you'd take the side of the restaurant. No, well, I'm just saying <laughs> if they've got a surprise of orange <laughs> and you, you, the last thing you're expecting is a fucking orange on a plate. Wow. So it was a surprise. It is. It's a shock almost. They could have called it shock down. Shock down. Yeah. It's shocking. Could have called it Orange <laughs> You look, I mean, what a boudoir you've got now. Where are you, Kerry? This is my is a walk-in wardrobe. Oh, wow. So, oh. It's, um, it's got some... And also, I've gone for full... Hold on. Everything, we just had new carpet put in, and it is... Nice. Leopard print and hideous, but I'm very happy with it. <laughs> I love wow. it. It's fucking such a boudoir. Bright it's red scarlet walls, a leather. What was it? A leopard skin carpet. Jesus. <laughs> Kerry, you can't. You couldn't hang up tracksuit bottoms in there. It has to be gowns, <laughs> no. like proper um, fur. That is not a walk-in wardrobe. Well, that, that is a it's fucking amazing. sex dungeon. If ever I saw one. <laughs> That is a, definitely a sex dungeon. That's not a walk-in wardrobe. That's incredible. Or is walk-in wardrobe like a euphemism for sex dungeon with girls? It is, yeah. It's just what I call my oh, vagina, my walk-in wardrobe, yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it's that sex of, dungeon. It's full of shoes. <laughs> Her wounds like Narnia. <laughs> All cold to the touch. <laughs> and there's... 
There's a guy walking on his hind legs with some Turkish delight. Yeah. Mr. Thomas. <laughs> Oh thanks, God. thanks for joining us, Kiri. <laughs> Thank you so much, love. <laughs> this is the Christmas. This is the Christmas episode. Welcome. Is it? Yes. Well, it I'm is. glad I mentioned Turkish delight then, because yeah. that was. Is that to me? That's Christmassy Turkish delight. Is I hate fair? Turkish delight, but it is Christmassy mm. because of Narnia and the snow and the you know. Oh, everything. I, I qualification it's the... here. I think real Christmas delight in a box. We lift the lid and it's Christmas been cut delight. up into squares. A Turkish delight with mm. dustings of Ooh. ice and sugar. That's Christmassy. Yes. The little Cadbury's purple wrapper one. That's not particularly Christmassy. <laughs> no, no, no. That isn't. Is it? Do they still even sell those? I remember them yes. feeling like particularly. So. They'd be at the decadent end of the newsagent. Yeah, they were at the decadent end. Decadent end of the newsagent. <laughs> with all the prick yeah. sticks. <laughs> But also, like, so they'd have, they'd be like, they'd be all like the scum, you know, like in the Titanic. So, like, there'd be the bit downstairs, yeah. which is like a lion bar yeah. and a drifter. And then you move towards the top and it would be like a, a fries, mm. dark chocolate, like fondant and a really? Turkish delight, and like looking down on the others. Tray. That, Ooh, and a yes, stuff please. you weren't allowed to touch. I don't remember maybe, there maybe being... Maybe a lint, a lint on the top shelf. Oh, a lint, yeah. I don't remember Ooh. there being a top shelf for chocolates that were a bit saucy. <laughs> oh, yeah, are, just near they? the jazz mags. That's where you put all the lints. <laughs> exactly. What was this? Razzle, that's Turkish hilarious. delight. Do you think <laughs> fries, the fries, chocolate cream? Kids are the kids. Kids outside trying to get older kids to buy them some Turkish delight. <laughs> <laughs> or there's children who you know it's very easy like when you're forming sort of your, uh, you know you're becoming like a, a, a sexual being, yes. shall we say? Um, do you think there's people who now have been conditioned? by where it sits in the shop that they can now only get an erection if there's sort of like a, a Cadbury's milk, milk tray box in the background. It's an interesting theory. At a certain height. <laughs> yeah. Can you just hold this up here, love? Just I'm nearly there. Just there. <laughs> I'm nearly there. How much is it? <laughs> we've, uh, this is sort of the Christmas episode, uh, Kiri. We've, uh, we've it made is. it all Christmassy. Look, we've got berries here. We've got sherry, mince pies. Mince pie. I put Santa's sack hanging over the door. We've got a star. We've got cards. It's all happening, except uh, Barry pointed out just before we started recording, this one goes out on the 29th. <laughs> <laughs> it's still Christmas. We're, still, we're having it anyway. It will give people a lift. Yeah. A little bit in between it will Christmas give and people a lift. Oh. And yeah, everyone will, will have their decks still up, won't yeah. they? Christmas never lasts Definitely. long enough. I, that's the complaint I constantly hear when the music starts <laughs> in September. Everyone goes, why can't it start a bit earlier and go on a bit later as well? But genuinely, though, I am that. I'm probably the only person who thinks that. I, I, my whole year is geared towards Christmas. I absolutely it? love it. In what, yeah, in what way? I think. Well, in quite a tedious Christian way of like, um, oh I think it's a time for family and charity and togetherness. And, and when do you um, start that? And right, selection Kiri. boxes. What, 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 how early in the year do you start being charitable and stuff? Uh, Halloween. <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want to milk it too far. But you've got to get bonfire night out of the way because my birthday's the day after bonfire uh. night. So I basically, yeah, start sort of like the 7th of November, right, we're into Christmas now. Like full steam ahead. I love it. Yeah. Too. Oh, that's lovely. Mm. What, what are you doing? What have you... I mean, this is this is going out on the 29th. How, how was Christmas? <laughs> I imagine it was okay. Well, the laws just changed. I'm in Wales and the laws just changed. Yeah. So you can have like two households now and a single person. Oh, no, as of um, yesterday, technically. I mean, this is, we're recording this before Christmas, but I happen to know on the 28th of December, so oh, one day full. before this goes out, you will be on full lockdown. Full lockdown. I'm in full lockdown. I'm glad you brought it up, yeah. <laughs> as of, as of uh, yesterday, yesterday, I was in full lockdown. Is that why you're in your wardrobe, love? 
That's, yeah, I didn't realise that they that you could be in more than one room, so I've just been defecating and sleeping in here. Now, now that is more like what that room looks like than a walk-in wardrobe. It, it does look like a dungeon. It does look like you've been kept in there. Oh, wow. Have you got any mince pies or anything to join, join in the fun? Uh, um, in your dungeon? Am I allowed to sort of mime it like it's a Radio 4 play? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, my meat in a mince Get pie. Get the foley on mince pie chewing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. It's a, my friend used to do a really funny comedian called Peter Slater used to sort of make uh, fun of those sort of Radio 4 things. And we were recording something <laughs> once. And he was like, he was like, oh, it's also obvious. They're like, oh, you've got a lovely kitchen, Margaret. And she's like, thank you. It's made of noises. <laughs> and we just smash everything around him. <laughs> I remember the um, John Finnemore sketch where he just walks in and he's taking the mick out of the arches and he walks in from outside and just goes, oh, you know how they do? They do those noises. And a woman says, hello, tired man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Do you know what? So I, I grew up on the arches because my family are farmers. Yeah. My mum used to listen to it. Oh, on on a Sunday, it. she'd do all the ironing and she'd listen to, um, she'd listen to the omnibus and, and, and like Radio 4. And, uh, and I've got a real soft spot for the arches. But, and I... I I'm obsessed with how they will manufacture a cliffhanger out of nothing. Like I, I nearly crashed the car laughing once. I was, I was driving along, and I can't remember who it was, but he, it genuinely, the cliffhanger went. If Tom thinks he's going to put cows on the bottom wheat field, he's got another thing coming. A da 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 da. It was like it was the big. I know. Cory, Cory's had like a couple of serial killers. You need to up your get. Do you remember the sex scene on the Archers? No. Do you remember that? No, I didn't. Sex in the shower. What? There was a sure there was a noises. Like really tired man getting his underwear. In water. They're just squelching. <laughs> yes, just loads of squelching. Oh. And then them going, oh, is that a loofah? And going, no. What was the sex scene? How did they do it? Yeah. Um, what, genuine, like, I'm just Googling sex scene the arches. <laughs> yes, there was one. Yeah, but, oh, oh, my exactly God, actually. <laughs> did you, Barry? There was. Barry, don't lie. It was up there already. <laughs> it was in 2015. Um, oh wait, hold on. No, the Archers, am I going for to? For anybody listening uh, abroad who don't know what it is, is a long-running radio drama series. It's been going popular. for about fifty years, and it's set on a farm. I think is it Ambridge? Yes, it's set in a village of Ambridge, okay. which is a rural town. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, this is so funny. So this is literally an article from the other day, and it was saying so there was this. Okay, so this is an article about there was a steamy bathroom scene. Um, oh, hang on a minute. Was it just the bathroom steamed up? <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear it. That's probably what it was. Oh, it was a br- it was a broken so expel air. Yeah, there's someone with genitals less... in the steam. <laughs> a broken extractor fan. That's what it was. It wasn't a sex scene. It was a steamed so bathroom. Funny. That's more likely to be uh, the drama. Someone's gonna have to open <laughs> a window up there. <laughs> Get John round to fix the expel air. <laughs> fix the extractor I, fan. I know you're tired, but. <laughs> <laughs> tired man, tired man. so funny oh, love. now then okay so it's 20 years ago it happened right and there was a, a steamy bathroom scene between Sid Perks and Jolene Rogers <laughs> and apparently the telegraph at the time the headline was sex in the shower brings disgrace to the archers <laughs> And now the Foley actors are talking... Well, the actors are talking about how they did it and they apparently involved a baking tray and a plastic mat. <laughs> <laughs> no way. God, I want to know how they did that. What, what did they do with the baking tray and the plastic mat? What kind of sex was it? I want to know what yeah. kind of sex... What was the... What? In a shower? Um, 
Yeah, so it said, um, basically it said uh, they, the, sh- the sound of the shower curtain was actually an old raincoat and then one of them, uh, the guy who played Sid said he stood in a baking tray and all the squishy noises were done with baby lotion. <gasps> Oh my oh, word! Oh, like baby lotion in your hands, like squidge, squidge, squidge. Oh, and that would have been the, that would have well, been I... the banging in of the penis into between the, the squidge, oh, squidge, squidge. <laughs> wouldn't the arches have cut away? But wouldn't the arches have cut away before that bit? <laughs> yeah, there'd be a euphemistic cow moo or something like that that would let you know. But he Is said, it like this, and then Kiri? it says also. Is it like this? Oh, that's horrible. Put your penis away, Rod. (laughs) (laughs) It's Christmas, come on. I know you've put berries on the end of it, but it doesn't make it any better. (laughs) That was me and Sean having sex to make it sound like I was rubbing lotion on my hands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, so it says here that, um, and he said his job was to, uh, he said, I had silly lines of dialogue that led you to believe the soap was in an interesting place. Oh. This is so hideous. And then apparently afterwards, people would write in and ask them to sign shower tiles. <laughs> and wow. a, a conservative MP for Canterbury at the time uh, publicly gave a statement and says, people still look to the BBC as a bastion of standards in public broadcasting. And it's very sad to see one more part of the organisation clambering on the bandwagon of the cheapest kind of populism. It's not like it suddenly became, everyone stopped watching Hollyoaks and started listening to the Archers. There must have been another one about seven, there must have been another one about seven years ago because uh, it says one complainant offended by recent sexual scenes uh, in the station's flagship rural drama said, I'm an Archers listener and I'm not a prude, (laughs) but please, can all the grunts and grinds be removed? We don't need that. We'd rather hear the pigs doing it. Well, that's that someone pushing a fetish, isn't it? Yeah. You'd be like, just let the pigs that's do it. So Come on. funny because I imagine I I always like think of when the archers comes on. I imagine my mum just doing the washing up and everything's quite kind of domestic and quite you know kind of relaxed and calming. And if my mum was doing the washing up to sex noise <laughs> before that, like music some people. Kicks in. It's like some people put on sounds of the um, ocean to fall asleep. Maybe your mum just needs people going at it so she can get through like the washing up. Farmers going at it. Well, that was was quite a good sound effect. You did there, punching your hand, Kiri. Kiri, you could be in Foley, you know. (laughs) Thank you so much. On with the show. On with the show. (laughs) Furious homeowner's handwritten note to tradesman who took her toilet's virginity. (laughs) (laughs) What What does that mean? You know what that means. D- virginity, virginity of a loo. Yeah. Do you, you know, they, went, they went to the I, toilet. I hope it's. I hope it's different. Yeah. yeah. They went to the toilet. Oh, well, they didn't shag it. I don't know. That's not what it means. This is an odd show. If you take a toilet's virginity, <laughs> do you not know what taking a toilet's virginity means? No, I've never. If you christen it, you know christening. You're more Christian. Maybe you're more of the Christian context. You christen the loo. Uh, furious home. I tell you now. A woman disgusted with the actions of the tradesmen at her house took to Facebook to share a note she left them after she saw that they'd used her brand new toilet. <laughs> She was that furious when she discovered that a group of tradesmen had used her toilet while renovating her house. (laughs) (laughs) What they had for breakfast? A group of tradesmen. Fry up, Sperry. She's left furious when she discovered that a group of tradesmen had used her toilet while renovating her house. Nadia from Sutherlandshire in Australia had hired a group of a group of construction workers to do a bit of work on her home. But while they were at it, they took the virginity of her brand new toilet, leaving her stunned. She'd organised for the workers to have access to an outdoor toilet, but they decided to use the one she'd just had installed. 
After, after discovering the evidence that they left behind in the bowl, she was forced to wash the toilet twice. Twice? Yeah. Now, here's the note she left. She says, Dear Tradesman, the toilets... Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. Dear toilet. Dear, dear toilet. <laughs> dear tradesman, the toilets in this house are not rightfully yours to use. We are paying for an outdoor toilet for your use. Not only did you take the virginity of our toilet, <laughs> but you disrespectfully ignored the seal sign. Ripped the tape and continued to use it. Mm. Right. She like says, in a posh hotel Ooh. when they got that little strip around the, the lid and the, the toilet seat. Did they? Yes. So she obviously, she, she, had yeah. a, she had a brand new toilet installed and it had one of those seals, those pieces of paper around the toilet because it's brand new, it's on there. The tradesmen have ripped that <laughs> off, the group of them. <laughs> I'm imagining with their teeth. They seem like absolute animals, these people. <laughs> There's another. There's a second follow-up note. So that was the first note. Where is she leaving this note? They've done it again. So they are continuing to <laughs> on the do the wall. work. They, they haven't just like done it on the last day, like in no. school. No. And left it and then got over it. This is on the toilet wall. I thought you meant that they'd left the note for her, which would have been an insult to injury if they'd gone, <laughs> by the way, we took your toilet virginity. I thought they'd left the note. Okay. No, she's left a note. She's very angry. No, so she leaves the note. Yeah. They've done it again. They went again. <laughs> Same group. Same group. Used a this is the second. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time. The <laughs> second note. <laughs> oh, Rosie's kicking off upstairs. This is the second time I'm cleaning your shit from this toilet. <laughs> this is a criminal act. <gasps> is it though? It's a criminal act. Please don't do it again, Nadia. I don't wow. know if it is a criminal act. Is it a criminal act? I don't think so. Um, no, I think it's against God and nature, <laughs> but I don't think it's legally upstanding. We once had an electrician who asked to use our shower. <laughs> <laughs> he was Ooh, great fun. What, just because he likes the danger? The <laughs> he came to... <laughs> he what came... electrician? When, um, in the old... I knew you wouldn't know about this. In the old flat... Well, you told me about it. Of course, how would I know about <laughs> it? I did tell He's you. He's not going to tell me, is I he? I did tell you at the time. When we were moving into our new flat, we were doing it up, and we had no electrics and no water. They came up, they came round to do the electrics. The first guy I had round, <laughs> he said to me, "I'm going to the theatre. I'm going to the theatre tonight. Can I have a shower?" <laughs> who was that? This little guy I'd, who, who I'd employed like through a mate, <laughs> and they asked me, "Can I have a shower?" And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me this. Bearing in mind, we, we had... Tradesmen showering in I our did, flat. I did, it's really funny. And bearing in mind, we hadn't really moved in, so there was nothing. There was no shower gel. No, and he came back upstairs going... Is there a shower curtain? Nothing, absolutely nothing. He no came, towel? Came back upstairs, soaking wet, but with clothes <laughs> over the top, going, you haven't got any towels. I was like, no, we've just moved in. <laughs> oh, no shower, no shower gel, no towels. Also, no hot water. <laughs> really? None. We didn't have hot water at the time. When was, the, when was this? When we moved in. Uh, guess what? He was, moved in where? This guy was brilliant. He was going to the theatre... He's going to the theatre that night, so that's why he wanted a shower to make a good impression. <laughs> he went <laughs> off and he was due back at our house the next day. And I said, Oh, how was the theatre? He was really looking forward to it. He's never been to the theatre before. He came back. He came back and went, Yeah, it was all right. And I was like, well, Why? What happened? And he went, Oh, this, uh, this woman who kept talking behind me. And I kept, I, <laughs> I turned around and went, Shut up. And her husband punched him in the face. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> do you remember? I do remember you telling me that. Yeah. So his first night out. <laughs> <laughs> 
He was soaking wet. <laughs> got punched. Got punched in the face. <laughs> what did he go and see? Oh, yeah. What did he go and God see that these knows. people are going to see? <laughs> did I tell you about the time that Sean and I went to see It's a Wonderful Life? See, and this is a Christmas oh, show. Oh, yes. We went to oh, see. Oh, it's near you, right? This cinema shows it near yes. you. Yes. But yeah, but this is years ago. This was in the Prince Charles Theatre. This we was in the year. Prince Charles Theatre in Leicester Square. Because uh, we go and see It's a Wonderful Life somewhere in the cinema. Or we used to in the old days when cinemas were open and people used to go places. So Prince Charles Cinema, a few years ago. It's a Wonderful Life. Christmas showing, sherry, mince pies all round. All very well to do, all very nice. Small crowd of us there gathered for the annual, uh, you know. You can see everybody there, really. You can see, oh, goes to see it, goes to see it every year. It's a tradition. It's the most feel-good, most community-spirited. It's it's proper like community spirit. It's all about the you know the, about community and that, and sharing and looking out for one mm. another. That is what the film is. Absolutely, probably the most sort of community-minded film you'd, you'll ever see. And then you punched a builder in the face. <laughs> halfway through, halfway through the film, the guy oh. the guy in front of us turns around, not to us but to the people next to us. Just turns around and goes, "Will you stop fucking doing that?" <laughs> Right. Sorry, I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> what? Right. Apparently, the girl next to us, her knees were a bit long, and her knees were sort of just against her his seat. Her legs were long. Her, knee, her knees were normal. Oh, yeah. Her, her knees were... I was thinking that. Well, her knees were the right length. I mean... But the legs either side of them that connected the foot foot to knee at the yes. bottom and then knee to, to... They were long. To foo-foo at the top. <laughs> They were, they were, she had long legs, what I'm saying. Okay. The knees were normal, the legs were long. And, but apparently her legs had been rubbing against the seat in, of the guy in front, right? But rather than just turn around and go, I'm really sorry, would you mind uh, your knees are bumping against me? He literally just went, would you stop fucking doing that for fuck's sake? And then, and then he turned back around and the whole cinema was just like, what the fuck? This is like the warmest feel-good Christmas <laughs> film you've ever seen in your life. And then by the end, everybody's in tears. Everyone's weeping. Everyone's in bits and tears. The guy turns around, the girl, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was just really stressed. I'd never seen the film before. I was looking forward to it so much. And then I, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Oh, guy. He was in Hugging. Bits. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was amazing. It's, you need to watch it, love. It can honestly change, like, your outlook, can't it? Do you think oh that we God. should go and, like, you know, when people... You should go to, like, anyone in the comment section who's, you know, yeah. saying something horrific about, yeah. why don't they just stay in their own country? We're full. <laughs> just, just send them a link Absolutely. to It's a Wonderful Life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Isn't it? And, it's then, and then get the woman with the big knees and knee him straight in the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, is it a criminal act? I don't know. If you remember. I don't think so. To poo in a knee yeah, toilet. Yeah, yeah. If I you remember, this woman's had the builders in and they've used her toilet. Okay. So where do we stand so, on this? Kiri, where do you stand? You've, got, you've had builders in, you've got a brand new toilet. You're looking forward to using it. <laughs> Okay, so I think this this I think it's two separate issues here. Okay. So I, I recently had um had some builders in doing some work and um I got different quotes for it and one of the quotes included an, an outdoor toilet for them. And I said, Well, I said, why I said to my partner, I said, We don't need to have this, do we? They can use the like the, we've got downstairs toilet because I thought I was because of COVID. I was like, we never go in that room yeah. with the downstairs toilet. They could just use that. And then he sort of really looked me dead in the eyes and he was like that's not you're not paying for them not coming in the house 
you're paying to not have to clean a toilet after eight builders. And I was like, ah, yes. So I can totally we see. We live I on bacon really... and tea. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, you yeah. don't want to clean it. Yeah, Julian McKeith would have an absolute field day in there. So... And I think... It's if she's provided them with an outdoor toilet, yes. I think it is quite unreasonable. It's my first thought. She's However, what if someone is on the toilet? Those people don't, they eat a lot of red meat, as Sean said. They don't move slow, they don't move quickly on there. <laughs> and someone is like, oh my God, I've got to go. I would much rather that they shat in my new toilet than up the wall of my utility room or whatever. <laughs> my so new extension. I think, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I all see. Over the conservatory. I see. So what, so what you're think, saying is. What you're saying is this woman should be thankful for small mercies. They didn't actually shit up her brand new walls. Yes, <laughs> yes I am saying that. Yes. She should be thankful that she's... Dirty protest. <laughs> Which quote... What were the other ones? Did the other ones not quote for a toilet, Kiri? Uh, no, they didn't include a toilet quote on it. And and so I went for the non-toilet quote. And uh, since then, there's been an interesting dynamic in the house <laughs> where I walk into the toilet and I have to ask myself... Do I think a builder whose name... I, also, I don't like that she calls them tradesmen and clearly doesn't know their name. Yes. Um, the builder whose name I haven't quite caught, is this the work of him or my partner? And my partner absolutely now has carte blanche to to pass off every crime scene that appears in, in any bathroom handy. as not his. Yeah, yeah, to be like, oh, as do you. those bloody builders. As do you, Kiri, a sexist pig. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't poo. Just, um, no, little like, pellets come out with glitter. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Maltesers. And if you plant them, that's that's how you get owls. <laughs> Is that where owls come from? Yes. That's where owls come from. They're yeah. so wise. I was wondering why they all stink of your shit. <laughs> just Kiri's plops. Can I quickly just tell you just a very quick owl story, very quickly. Uh, yes, um, please, though. Do you, remember, do you remember when I saw you a few months ago and we were in... Um, uh, and we went for a socially distanced meal in uh, in Newport, yes. and we were staying in Fishguard. Do you remember? Yes. So we that's got... that's how socially distanced we were. Barry Barry was <laughs> twenty five miles away. <laughs> well, so we, so we got a cab uh, there and and back, uh, and he was this sort of quite hard man, sort of West Walian cab driver bloke. It was one of those places where it was, you know he was the only cab driver around. It's like you call it. He's answering the phones. He's doing the accounts. We only he's have driving one. The car. Yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> so he said he was going to pick us. <laughs> Not the same. Careful time. what you say, Barry. There is only one. He'll definitely there is know only one. We'll know about. which one. Yeah, yeah, we all know. <laughs> he was he was amazing, right? So on the way back when. After we'd finished that meal, we went off and we're on the way back. And as we drive him and we're having a chat with him, because he got a bit funny with me on the way there because I'd, I'd had the window at the back open just a little bit and it did that, foo, 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 foo. you know that yeah. thing where it does if a window's yeah. open in the back? Yeah. Uh, well, my mum loses <laughs> her mind when that Yeah, happens. no, he, he wasn't far off. Um, and then on the way back, but he was a really good laugh, having a really good chat. And on the way back, as we're driving, I could see that the headlights pick something up that looked, I thought was a rabbit, right? And yeah. as he drives around, this owl just takes off just and hits the windscreen, right? It's yeah. sort of like, it's wingspan right across the windscreen. It, goes, it was so shocking. It was horrible, yeah, right? Huge. So so it, it, it hit hard as well. And the owl, so we're carrying driving and the guy's just going, oh no. Oh no! Right, and he's, he he was so devastated, and he mm. and he slows down. He goes, "I've got to go back. I've got to go back." Like, okay, okay. And I had to be up really early in the morning, so I'm like half going, "This is awful," and half going, "Oh god, I don't fancy some sort of a horrible <laughs> owl business now at this time." So he owl turns back. Business. Horrible owl business. Horrible owl business. Well, well, oh, not horrible owl business. Not owl business. Not this owl. <laughs> not this owl. 
Come um, back to me in the morning. And he turns around, he's driving back and we're looking for it and I'm sitting there like half squinting going, oh God, this is going to be grim. Uh, and he goes, oh, did I must have got away. And they go, and they go oh, oh no, yeah. there it is. So I'm in the back with, I'm in the back of the cab with Helen. I go, oh, there it is. So as we pull over, Helen just, he starts to get out of the car to go and check on it. And Helen just goes, you've got to put it out of his misery. And he turns around and he gives us the dirtiest look as if, and it Helen was clearly like, you put it out of his alive. misery, right? You could see his face, like he was already, he was, he was so shaken and gutted by it. So as oh. he gets out, he looks around at her when she said, you've got to put it out of his misery, like really dirty. Look, gets out of the cab. And I'm looking, and it it takes off the owl and flies away. It was the most amazing. It was so beautiful. He gets back in the car, shuts the door. As he drives off, in silence for about a minute, he turns around and he just goes to her, you're a bit quick to put out of his misery, weren't you? <laughs> he, starts, he goes, what were you going to do to it anyway? <laughs> he goes, he's really having a go. And she goes, I don't know, I, I probably I probably would have wrung its neck. And I went, it was an owl. It's an owl. <laughs> You'd be ages. It's like a pepper grinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it was so, it was just shocking to elation in, in minutes. It was oh, love. oh what was a journey. Real roller coaster. You'll be one. ages. <laughs> be How long is, does it take to unscrew an Alto? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm so glad it was okay. Oh me too. An hour later, going. I think the thread's gone. <laughs> <laughs> 
was born. Oh, God. So they had a goat, yeah. Because my mum's like, goats eat bloody everything. They're like sharks. They'll be like number plates inside <laughs> them and they'll <laughs> clothes and all sorts. Um, yeah, so she's... And she, apparently they're quite hard to keep in. So she was like, really? never having another goat again. Um, can I tell you what, a very so they good had, goat story? So they had you, it sounds like you're saying they sort of had you instead. Had of... <laughs> yes. Let's have a child. They were like, we need another kid. <laughs> yeah. uh, Go on, tell us the goat story. So this is from my partner, also grew up in the countryside, and they had a goat. And one day he invites someone over from school to see the goat. And what? Uh, so they, he's coming to play afterwards. And they sort of stood there being like, can we see the goat? Can we see the goat? They don't realise when I've been at school, the goat has died. And so the mum is trying to sort of distract them while a farmer comes and whisks the goat away so she could go, you know what, the goat's not very well. Come back another time and you can see the goat. Yeah. You know, like some yeah. sleight of hand going on. And so they're like, "Let's. we want to see the goat. We want to see the goat. And she's like, oh, not yet, darlings. And uh, she's like, why don't you go and play with this? So as, as they walk walk to the, the the window that happens to look out in the yard the farmer has got the dead goat in a wheelbarrow <laughs> and is crossing the window and you know when they're sort of like blown up yeah. and like all the legs are sticking yeah. out in a mad like like those sort of like balloons over parades <laughs> this inflated dead goat is like bobbing past and there's just two children tears. in tears oh, no. <laughs> uh, now then goats yeah. it says you there's a story about goats that's why i asked you Goats prefer smiling human faces to grumpy ones. Well, who doesn't? Says a study. Well, that's a good point. Who doesn't, yeah. But, but goats is... New research, this is. New research? Suggests that goats can read human facial cues, a <laughs> they... trait previously thought limited to companion animals like dogs. They know there's a pandemic going on, right? What about also, it? can I just jump in on the old dog thing? Yeah. There was there was research out very recently. The dogs actually don't read your facial features. I saw that. They what? sort of they sort of see you as sort of a vague mass. As a blob. So they yeah they basically yeah you're a blob. Yeah. So basically the back of your head and the front of your head exactly the same. No I read way. that the other day, uh, recently, really recently, about a month ago. I read that, and it's been yeah. bothering me ever since. And I've sort of worked out. I've sort of realised that I've stopped bothering with Rosie. I've stopped. <laughs> Because you thought that. Because I read that and I've stopped going, ooh, and making little faces and, and smiling at her or to try and, you know, if she looks at me, I usually give her a smile just to go, hello. But and Martin and to, Clune said no something. Martin, it's all a waste of time. We're just a blob. Martin Clune said something different. He said about puppies that they're so clever, they can they start to read your facial expressions and then know, they copy them that. and that's where you feed well, them. Who, who are you going to believe? Well, the animal experts <laughs> Kerry's talking about Martin or Martin Clunes? Martin Clunes. Uh, Doc Martin. Of <laughs> course, Martin. Exactly. Exactly. Come on. He's not what? My um my my late nana, mm. that so the from the English side, the nana, not the nine. She was big into dogs, and I I was over at her house one day, and she's got all these sort of ornaments of dogs on the gas fire, <laughs> um that you know that kind of generation. Yeah. And she said, when I die, I I want you to give my dogs to Martin. And I was like, oh no, she's lost it. <laughs> and uh, I was like, who's who's Martin, nana? And then she was like, off the television. And I was like, oh, no. And, and not that it is any better necessarily. And basically she'd heard, she'd read something somewhere where Martin Clunes had given an interview and talked about how much he loved he dogs. Like so dogs. she's like, well, obviously, the ornaments should go to Martin Clunes. So I was he like, okay. He would well love that. He'd be well Well, genuinely... He would. I once did TV warm up for Have I Got News for did you? you? He was, the, yeah, he was the host, Austin. and there was a a guide dog in the front row. And and any time there was sort of like a reset of the cameras, he would just straight away be like, "And how old is he?" And he would just want to ask Love questions about the dogs. golden retriever. He'd adore those yeah. little ornaments. I know. Really? What a shame that I smashed them all when she died. 
<laughs> goats. Goats. Goats can distinguish between smiling and frowning humans. We don't know if dogs can. But didn't, goats... they, didn't loads of goats just turn up in... Was it Llandidno when uh, lockdown they, first Yeah, started? the mountain goats. But they're always there. But they were just like, they took the over. streets are ours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they took their yeah. like, gangs. So, what have they done? So, yeah, it was amazing. What have they done? It was so good. They've, like, come out of, they've come out and just reclaimed the streets after, because of lockdown. Yeah. Yeah, and do you know what else happened? About two weeks later, on Bangor High Street, a pair of peacocks were just walking down the high street <laughs> past the peacocks. No. What, like holding, hat? like no literally... holding hands? Holding hands. <laughs> Genuinely, full peacocks on Bangor High Street. Like so, so these like fo- so you had mountain goats in Llandidno and you had these peacocks in Bangor. Like it's nearly better than the Welsh Mountain Zoo in Colwyn yes. Bay. <laughs> like it's so, just the oh, high wow. streets have got better. But like if Wales shuts down for five minutes, all the animals go right. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whoa! I think everyone should start I... looking into COVID more. <laughs> just finding this vaccine, right? Instead of I, like... <laughs> I, I totally agree with you, but if you're the kind of scientist who's got the get up and go to find out if a dog thinks you're a blob or not, I don't want you on the vaccine. Like, I just, it's not. I don't need Let's your brain put on that. Jeff on the dog blob thing. <laughs> <laughs> the dog blob. Jeff, thing. no, it's fine. The dog blob thing. Um, when is that ready, Jeff? Good. Right, six months. <laughs> Uh, published in the journal Royal Society Open Science, the study describes how 20 goats interacted <laughs> with different human facial expressions. Um, but this, see, this seems to be saying that dogs and horses can do it, that they do, they do detect I facial I didn't realise horses could. But Brian and Sarah, you'll see why. They are our regular animal consultants. They, are, they know everything there is to know about ferrets, dogs, rats. What else have we asked? He's, he's resuscitated uh, at least two boxers, boxer dogs. Boxer dog. They breed boxer dogs and racing oh, I thought you pigeons. meant like Muhammad Ali and <laughs> Tyson Fury. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> such range. He keeps racing pigeons. They're very, they're just lovely. He's uh, owned, up, he's really owned lovely 70 couple. ferrets. Yeah. He's, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's uh, presumably got a lovely coat these days. Brian and Sarah, this is Kiri. This is our very hi. good friend Kiri, who's doing the show with us today. Oh, hi, hi Kiri! Hi. Hello, hello. It's Sarah's hello. birthday as well. Yeah. Oh, happy yes. birthday! Yes. Big occasion. Yes, I've oh. just come in. I've had a day of quilting. You know yeah. how to live, Sarah. No. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, hello, and Kiri. Brian's been out digging all all day because we've got a water leak. We've had a water leak. That oh no. Water board, the water board won't fix because they said we're on a private pipe. Oh. Which is about a quarter of a mile away. It starts, oh, so we've God. had we've had a private firm in. Tell the story, Brian. <laughs> it's um, every twenty yards <laughs> they've been digging, but they've got to here, and we've decided where it comes in, but it yeah. doesn't come in there. It's like fifty yards the other way to what anyone thought it came in. So I was hey, digging holes, helping Brian. them. Brian, don't be put off much. by the fact I said it's a hell of a story thirty seconds ago. You carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so they've had their I digger. I want to know. Yes. So they've had their little, they only got a little digger. I got a bigger digger with a cab and a heater. So I, I thought, <laughs> yeah. I was getting a bit jealous actually, because I thought, well, he's out there with his digger. I'm going to have a go. So I dug a big you hole as well. You your digger out, yeah. yeah. I had my digger out and we was doing it last night. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we were. But we went through. Did you dig a bigger hole? Yeah, yeah. I dig a bigger hole yeah. and a lot deeper. Yeah. <laughs> and every, everything's been sorted today. Yeah, I just got I just got some holes to fill back in now yeah. before anyone falls. Did you ever uh, any th- did you ever at any point, Brian, think you'd have to get out what are those called those sticks that people used to find? Oh water? yeah, what, what, yeah. Oh, divining, yeah, yeah, that's no, it. Yeah. No, no, I just I just do everything with a digger. 
But actually... <laughs> you just think it's we... hope for the best. Oh, yeah. Well, if, there's a, if, there's a, if there's a dog if grave to be dug or anything, out comes the digger. And if and... I have to do any gardening and the weeds look a bit much, I'll, oh, I'll get the digger on it. Digger's on it, yeah. yeah. And I say to him, oh, can we just move that? And then I turn around and he's moved half a dozen trees. And, that, and he said, oh, I think Hang it'd on. be better over there. Move yeah. half whoa, whoa, whoa. a dozen trees. Sarah? Yeah, yeah. Trees? Yeah. Right, down to business. What right. Got? What we really need to do? As okay. you know, Brian and Sarah, you are our resident animal okay. consultants. We are. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah, right. serious. Right, we've got two questions for you. You know... Sean looks nice, doesn't she? Shut up. Oh, sorry. He's got, they've got to edit all this out. <laughs> right, here we go. Right, right. They've got to edit all this out. Literally all of it. <laughs> do, you um, come for Chris, do you want to come for Christmas? We're not allowed. Where are well, you I've now? Said, you can, I've just said. Are you in Wales? <laughs> are you in Wales or London? No, London. London. But we oh, would love right. to. In, uh, in normal times, we would love to. Yeah. Now look, yeah. what it, right, goats. Look, goats. Right, goats. Okay. You could stay in the, they could stay in the caravan of Shut love. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up, Brian. <laughs> okay. Right, here we go. <laughs> they, could, they could stay in the caravan. We've got a story about goats. Never mind the caravan, Brian. The Shut up. You see the cop will wake you up. Brian, we've got a perfectly yeah. nice house here. We don't need to live in your fucking caravan. It's the Christmas right. episode. <laughs> <laughs> what it is today, our animal right. consultants. Yeah. Uh-huh. Brian and Sarah. What happened is we've got a story about goats, but a question emerged about dogs. Kiri and I have both read recently, well, two stories. One that said that dogs can read your facial expressions, and then a more recent one that says that dogs can't read your facial expressions at all. Your faces are just a blob. They cannot tell your facial expressions at all. Have you got any views on that first? Yeah, they can tell. They can tell. They can tell. Yeah, they can tell. Yeah. There was a little thing a little while ago where some idiot, not a dog person, said that dogs don't like cuddles. What? And they don't really (laughs) relate to it. They just yeah. put up with it. Well, yeah. our dogs would jump on us for a cuddle, and I'm sure Rosie yeah. would as well. Yeah, oh, Rosie loves rubbish. a cuddle. And yeah. for someone to say it's just a blob, what a load of rubbish! Rubbish, yeah, rubbish. Yeah. Rubbish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. They can see facial expressions, definitely. Yes, I think absolutely, hundred so yeah. percent. Do, th- do you think goats can? No. Oh, well, we don't goats. have the goats indoors, so we don't spend that much time with them. Well, no, but we used to have our sheep in. <laughs> When we, had, when we had Daisy Lamb. Oh, Daisy Lamb, well, yeah. she used to come indoors. And... Yeah, well, Daisy, Daisy Lamb did, yeah. Yeah, we had Daisy lamb. lamb. Yeah, well, oh. Daisy Lamb came We've got to a us. story. You've got time for this? No, yeah. no, then we'll have time right. for this. All right. So How long when is it, were... <laughs> Well, the lamb is about four foot. What's the, what, was the, I, what was the lamb? I, I, went, I went to the cattle market one day when I used to go quite regularly and took Luella, and often for sale would be orphan lambs because they don't want them because it's too much hassle to rear them because you've got to hand rear them. So I thought that'd be a good idea. I'll bring one of them home. So we bought one. I bought it home. It was only hours old. And um, do you want to have a say? Yeah. Oh, so he didn't bring any food with it. I didn't want you left out. Oh, all right. No, no food, no bottles, nothing. So we had to go. Oh. We tried We tried one of Luella's old baby bottles and the teat. No, it wouldn't because the teat's not long enough to squash against the palate with the tongue. So right. we had to get a special bottle, special milk. But as it happened, Rosie... Our boxer that we had at the time, she'd had puppies, oh. so we were losing this lamb. It was having a job to it was because we didn't have the right stuff. Wait for it, Sean. 
<laughs> so we put her in with the puppies and she suckled from Rosie wow. and it saved her life. God. But then after that, she always thought she was a dog. Yes. Really? So, yeah. So we bought a, a ram. That's another story again. You remind oh, me to tell you about ram. this ram. Not no, the that ram. ram. Can you remember? Well, you brought it back in the back of that Volvo I had estate. to take it and sell it again. It had the RSPCA man and everything, didn't it? Did it did, it headbutted yeah. him. Yeah. His yeah. rams what? are actually... Oh, it did. Yeah, it did. Add, it yeah. did add him. Oh, yes. Yeah. Really? Sarah, oh, we're going to the show. No. Sarah said, he's just had me on the back of the leg. I said, no, he hadn't. But he was. He was naughty. Yeah. And, um, so he's the head, but... I was mowing. Yeah. I was mowing the lawn one day and ran out of on my tra- little tractor and ran out of um, fuel. And Luella was on the tractor with me, and I said, "Stay there." And the bloody goat was climbing on the tractor trying to get her. No, so, no, not the goat. The, the, no, ram. the, the ram. The ram. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. the ram. Yeah, the goat, yeah goat, goat he was. Yeah, he and, was um, bad. So was bad ram. A sheep person that I knew. He said, um, <laughs> "Rams are known for killing more people than bulls because they get no. you down and they just keep buttoning into your chest." Really? And he said. When he came to shear them, he said, I'll send me dog in because I bought some others then. But Daisy didn't want to know them because she thinks she's a dog. Yeah. So the other sheep that I bought, fine. His dog would go and bring them back. Yeah. yeah. Daisy, we're calling her because she's yeah. now getting, she's now grown up a little bit. Well, quite a lot. Then, know. then, yeah. she's gone now. So he sent, then... he, he sent his dog in. Our, our I don't pack. think I've ever been more confused in my life, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait on, wait on. So, they had so, a little lamb called Daisy who thought she was well, a dog. We we had the, the bloke come to shear him for us, and his name his name was Butch Joint, right? Yeah. Butch Joint. He's the, he's the sh- it's true. That's true. Yeah. That's as true. true. What was Butch but short for? Yeah. Butchers? Yeah. No, it was just and butch Joint short. and Lamb. And Butch Joint yeah. is his name. Yes, because he used name. to have a thing that they used to have parties where it was catch a greasy pig. But that's another so all together. No, no, we're not doing the greasy pig. Are we? No, no, tell him. Um, oh yeah, what happened? Oh yeah, so so he sent his his sheepdog to bring Daisy up so it could be sheared because she's got no fear of dogs, no. and she was running with the dog, and the dog got oh. confused. The dog got confused. And he said, "I'm not doing that. It should be no good on sheep." Go. So we had to yeah. catch her herself. Yeah, and and uh, I think the ram got involved somewhere. But, yeah, but the ram but, never actually made but she her was, pregnant. She was the only sheep that never got pregnant because she didn't want to be with the sheep. Um, oh, I see. But if it, if, it, if the dogs went out, she would come running to the dogs and wanted to come indoors where she's oh. grown up. Yeah. So she refused yeah. to be a sheep. She was a dog. Yeah. So and she always she's, managed to get out. And she was a sheep dog. <laughs> So cut a long story short, you don't know whether goats can recognise facial expressions. I No, I'd say no. I think they can. Can you? Yeah, because if you if you look at a goat's eye, goat's eye have you ever looked at a goat's eye? What? A a goat's eye. Looks a goat's eye. Have I ever looked at a goat's eye? Yeah. Sort so they have square pupils like no, sheep? No, it's uh, well, sort of they sort slitty. of go, they go, they're like a slit goes oh, across yeah. the pupil, yeah. yeah. And they, they do weigh you up a little bit, I'm sure they do. Oh, yes, they do weigh you up, because yeah. before they butt you... Yeah. Yeah, they do, before they butt you. Yeah. 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 Right, I, think but, got, I think we got the answer to our questions. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. yes. Let you get yes. back to your birthday. Do- dogs can <laughs> tell facial expressions. They can. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. but goats I think so. can't. Yeah. Oh, 100%. No, yeah. there's no, there's no, 100%. No, 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 no. With all our experience and our of expressions. dogs and our and expressions, expressions, we won't want them to be wasted, do we? <laughs> no. Yeah, after doing all these expressions for all these years, they better see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so right, much. Right, we're going. See yeah, you guys. Yeah. See you soon. Right. Happy birthday, Sarah. Have a great Christmas. We don't talk to you before then. That's coffee, please.
thanks so much for joining us. Kiri, thank you very much. Thank you so much, love. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I know it's the 29th of December, but have a wonderful Christmas. And a new year. <laughs> yes, blow the with that. Happy New Year. Thank you again. See you soon. Bye-bye, sweetheart. Bye. Bye-bye. Right, that's all we've got time for. Thanks for listening. Thanks to special guest at Kiri Pritchard MC, that's Kiri Pritchard McLean, and to our wildlife consultants, Brian and Sarah. You can contact us at The Froth Podcast, where you'll get extra froth content. And don't forget the exciting new email facility. Our email address is hello at thefrothpodcast.com. And if you enjoyed this nonsense, don't forget to like and subscribe, rate us at five stars, and why not tell your friends? This podcast was a Flanbobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.